What's cracking, everybody? I'm Nathan Webb. And I'm his brother, Kyle Webb. And you're tuning in to Season 2 of our podcast, Two Brothers and a Review. Every Monday, Nate and I get together and we review movies. And for this season, it's specifically horror horror movies. movies. Don't forget, we'll have an occasional new release. That's right, I'm still trying to avoid the new Jackass movie. (laughs) We will provide you with researched facts, our opinions, and my personal favorite... Trope, there it is! So make sure you visit us every week at noon. Let's jump right into this episode. Let's do it. Alright, we are fresh from the movie theaters, and we are going to go ahead and get into the facts for this bonus episode we have for you tonight. That's right, like you said, season two, bonus episode. Your boys gotta do it right. Movie came out on Friday. Halloween Kills. So, spit some facts real quick. Halloween Kills is a 2021 American slasher film directed by David Gordon Green. It's starring Jamie Lee Curtis, we know her, and James Jude Courtney as Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. The film is the sequel to the 2018's Halloween and the 12th installment in the Halloween franchise. Now, we're not we're not to opinions or anything, so we don't want really to spend any opinions, but Halloween is one of your favorite mm-hmm. franchises, correct? That is correct. So were you excited to go see this? Oh, very excited. All right. Uh, normally, we would we hit you with the, the summary that's on the back of a case, but the movie just released, so we ain't got that. Um, but I do have the uh, rating, which is rated R, and it was a runtime of 105 minutes. Uh, budget for this movie... As of October, oh, sorry, budget for the movie is $20 million. Um, and as far as box office, as of October 17th, which is today, Halloween Kills has grossed $55.9 million worldwide. Damn. Yeah, so in two days, <coughs> that's probably going to go up. Um, yeah, we just contributed official, to it. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to go up for official box office numbers. But again, $20 million budget. As of today, it's $55.9 million worldwide box office. Um pretty good turnaround yeah (laughs) i'm I'm sure they're probably pleased with it uh the movie we we started to add this late in season one i'm going to continue it because i know there's some people specifically my boy tommy um that requested to know where it's filmed so the movie was filmed in wilmington north carolina Mm -hmm. um i got something to go back to about the location but First, I gotta mention that a direct sequel, Halloween Ends, is scheduled to be re- released one year from now. Mm-hmm. So October fourteenth, twenty twenty-two, the sequel to Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends comes out. Mm. Um, the original, what I found in my research, anyways. That's right, I did research before going and seeing the movie. <laughs> you know, you know how I do. Um, but the original plan were they were going to film both movies back to back, and even at first, they were talking about releasing them at the same time. Oh, shit. That have been kind of wild. Right. Uh, they're obviously conflicting schedules and just an intense, like, schedule for re- filming. Mm-hmm. Stop that from happening. So now they... I believe they're still filming right now, but it's going to be due out next year this time. So October 14th is what its current release date is. Um, and as I said, back to uh, where the location is, okay? Halloween um, was filmed in North Carolina... The 1978's Halloween was filmed in California. Yeah. Michael's home is not the same house, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
But what I wanted to bring up was the original house of Michael Myers is now being used as an insurance agency and it's owned by someone who does not enjoy the whole legacy like that comes with the house. Oh, wow. Um, he even has a sign on the property, or they, I'm, I said he, but whoever it is, has a sign on the property asking people not to go on the porch to take pictures. <laughs> how how likely do you think people are following that sign, especially Halloween? I'm definitely not going to follow <laughs> that sign when I get out there. Um, I do know uh, a fun fact I don't know if you have in your notes or not, but... Uh, Haddonfield, Illinois, is not a real place. Okay. It's actually, uh, I believe her name was Deborah, one of the directors or the writers. Uh-huh. She is from Haddonfield, New Jersey. Okay. So that's that's why she, uh, it's. I kind of I looked that up after the movie because I was gonna see if me and you can go to Haddonfield and take a picture in front of the sign and said welcome to Haddonfield. So. Oh yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> we also got to find this new house in North Carolina. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'd, one last thing, I just got a little spoiler, so if you don't want to hear spoilers of our review, <laughs> um, fast forward a couple seconds here. This is the first movie where one of Michael's victims are killed by a bullet, okay? When Michael... Yeah. when Michael, car door. Yeah, when Michael kicks the, the car door open on the, the nurse, which we find out it's actually a doctor, she's just dressed as a nurse, um, causes the gun to go off, shooting herself in the head. So that's the first time that any of his victims... In, we say 12 right yeah 12. yeah the 12 installments of halloween it's the first time that anybody's been killed but i wonder if they're including the rob zombie i was gonna say no they're probably john yeah. carpenters well so we'll, we'll, we'll we're gonna assume john carpenter i'll i'll look it up and find out but never been used never been killed by a bullet right mm-hmm. add a note though this is the second time in the whole franchise history that michael's victim died by the use of a gun the first instance was in Halloween 4 when Michael uses a shotgun to impale the sheriff's daughter into a door. Yep. <laughs> so, no bullet used, but yeah. the gun itself was used. But 12 movies and the first bullet kill for one of his victims, that is. is... Yeah, she I remember she was dressed as a, as a nurse and her husband was dressed as a, a doctor. Yeah, but and it was, real life. He, he's a nurse yeah. and she was a doctor. Right. <laughs> That is all I've got for the facts. I mean, it's fresh, obviously, so mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't want to do too much research and spoil too many things for me. Yeah. So I got the the bare minimum facts, but it's it's enough facts I think to to get us by. So yeah, I think for I mean this is a bonus episode, so I think you know it's only fair that we don't give them we don't go full detail in the facts because like you said it'll ruin the whole movie for you because then you'll be like oh this and that. Well, you know, I mean. So. If- if they're listening to our, our podcast, it's going to ruin the whole movie for them anyways. But. Oh, yeah. I'm saying for, for you, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, researching yeah, yeah. the facts, it ruins it for you before right. you watch it. Especially yeah. a new release because, obviously, you haven't seen it yet. You right. know, <laughs> so. But uh, if that's all you got, are you ready to to jump into it? Absolutely. fucking Okay, because I'm jumping at the bits. <laughs> that's a matter of opinion, and I don't give a fuck about yours. All right. So, I asked you in the beginning, were you excited to go see this? Because Halloween is one of your favorite favorite horror franchises. Mm-hmm. And you said... Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, now that we are done watching Halloween Kills, as that excitement level went down, were you hyped for this review? Are you disappointed? Are you somewhere in between? How are you feeling, Kyle? Let me know. Let, let, let them know. Well, I can tell you there is a lot wrong with this movie. 
and it's a John Carpenter and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis thing. And I don't know what the fuck they did, but there's a lot of shit that I've seen that I did not like, and it doesn't feel like it stayed true to the Michael Myers franchise, or the Halloween franchise with Michael Myers. What do you mean it's John Carpenter and she, she Jamie Lee Curtis? Though. She helped co-write this movie. I'm pretty sure. There were executive producers on it. Maybe it, that's what it was. They were working together with it. I mean, they, they had involvement, obviously. But it's yeah. John yeah. Carpenter's brainchild. So. But I feel like she had to say in a lot of stuff. and it just, Probably. I mean, she's got pull. I'm disappointed in them for allowing this to be how the movie was made because they didn't do Michael Myers any justice. <laughs> I'll give you an, an opinion. So... <laughs> If you're listening to this review, it's because you either already seen it or you don't plan to see it and you don't care for spoilers, but spoiler alert, Michael Myers, when he fights the firefighters, Michael Myers never moves like that. You know what I mean? Like how he like <clears throat> was fighting the firefighters and like moving fast and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I guess that's what you're saying. It just... I mean, it, it wasn't too too much fast movements. It was, it was a little overboard. I gotcha, okay. Like... I don't know. It's a trope because you're like, well, why don't you all just jump in and kill them together? Yeah. But no, one at a time. It's one. They got yeah. a line one at a time. Yeah. There's no multiple. Yeah, it's probably called line them up or something. Like <laughs> probably that. is. If not, two bros in a review just made it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. One hundred percent is a trope, though. Um, trailers always lie. I, I, did yes, I, did I, I did. put that in my? I never trust a trailer. That's yeah. what it's called. I can't remember if I put it in my trope list or not. If so, we'll hit it again. But. The trailer for this, I was nutting. I was like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be, like, the best thing since Rob Zombie redid it. Mm-hmm. And then we watched it. Absolute garbage. Flippity flop. <laughs> I was ready to get up and walk out, and if we didn't do reviews, I might have. Yeah. I don't walk out of movies. I normally sit through them, but this was a garbage. Hot a garbage. But... Between the movie sucking and the girl sitting next to Brittany, it was just annoying. Oh, yeah, because they were complaining about... She, she was complaining about seats. She was complaining about everything. And she was not talking in a movie theater voice. She was talking in her outside voice. And I heard about multiple people. Yeah. But let's... Yeah. Let's refrain from talking about the environment, unfortunately. Yeah. You know how it is. Seats we, were good. <laughs> yeah, the seats were good. We, we picked good seats minus the people next to us. But... um. There was, we both looked at each other, and I think you said it first, but I was getting ready to. There's a point in time in the movie that they played some dubstep-type fucking Halloween shit. I, I'm exaggerating when I say dubstep, but no, it, was, it wasn't the traditional John Carpenter score Halloween, and it didn't make any fucking sense. It, it was borderline, like, dubstep Halloween song. But And the worst part about it is, is right after that scene is over... When they go outside, it plays the original fucking song. I right. was I was so fucking mad. I looked. I did. I looked at you and I said, "That's why they they have the rights to their song." Right. Like maybe they think they. <laughs> John have... Carpenter wrote the score for yeah. the original one. He's credited for writing this one. Why did they not stay yeah. with the original? It doesn't make if if you're not going to stay with the original, then don't use original at all. Yes. Why go like flip flop? Exactly. Go get out of the original if you're not going to use it. But even if they wanted to use something different there for some kind of weird reason, mm-hmm. 
I was expecting Michael Myers to pop out and start flossing because this was some nonsense mm -hmm. fucking Halloween-ish music. I don't... I think they were trying to make this movie for the Me Too movement. And oh, Lord. <laughs> they were just trying to... Because, like, it was kind of Deadpool-ishy. Deadpool-ishy? Yeah, that's what I'm going to call that. Like, where they were trying to make jokes at the same time as trying to scare people. Yeah, there was a little bit of that. Like, the so the part that we're talking about is right after he breaks dude's neck. It was gangster how he did it. Like, he, like, did all that, and then he started walking down the stairs towards a girl and stopped and just turned and, like, broke his neck. But the song ruined it. It was just like, yes. dude, if you guys just sort of had, like, the dun... Like, I, I'm not even going to try right, to right, the right. song, but it don't even have to be the, like, the credit song they're playing that, that is... Michael Myers famous. Right. Halloween famous, but... Could have just been something else. Mm -hmm. Not what they chose to use for... I don't know. Or they could have no. made the creaks of the stairs louder. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you... shit, Sea of Thieves has better creaks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Had to. <laughs> uh, one thing you did mention, I am big on gore. I love gore. I love that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Halloween doesn't typically have the most gory of stuff. Yeah. So they stepped their game up a little bit in the specifically that scene. Mm -hmm. Um the firefighter scenes. <laughs> the light bulb through the neck. The li yes, the light that. tube through the neck. We're not to it yet. Favorite scene. That's my favorite scene. <laughs> as soon as it happened, I was like, that's the shit right there. Mm -hmm. That bitch got a fucking light tube through her neck. Yeah. And then he, okay, since we're there, hold on. <laughs> I'll ask you your favorite scene in a second. But what was going through your mind when she was sitting there bleeding out with uh, from the light tube? Like watching? Watching... Michael stabbed, I guess, her husband multiple times. What with different knives? Yeah. Well, at first I was wondering. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is stupid. Right. In my head, I'm like, this is stupid. And then when the scene was over, I was still thinking about it, and I was like, oh, he was trying to find the sharpest knife. Okay. But the thing about that was he didn't take a knife out of his back. He took a knife. Like he was like, oh, this one's good. <laughs> maybe he's just trying to find the biggest blade. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, I like I like where you went with that because yeah. I was the same thing. I'm like. Why? Because Michael Myers doesn't do that. He I kills was... somebody. But that was like overkill, mm -hmm. and Michael Myers doesn't do that. Like you were saying, they didn't stay true to yeah. the traditional, and this is supposed to be part of that. So, The one thing I was waiting for when they were doing that, I was waiting for it to defocus on her and focus on her husband's face. And they never did that. And it was just like, it left me like about to come, but it was just like... <laughs> And I'm done, and like just walking away, because I was just like, I don't know, like I'm not like I'm not no professional, you know, but this is our podcast, so we can talk about how we want to talk about it. I think they should have probably stuck with maybe one or two knives. Like I, I kind of understand that, you know, but it just. <laughs> I like your I like your answer, and like I said, maybe he was trying to find the biggest knife, and he was like, oh, I got the biggest knife, all right. But it was still, regardless, it was overkill. Yes. Not Michael Myers like normal. So, before we move on, I said my favorite scene. I'm thinking <clears throat> it's probably going to end up being yours, but what is your favorite scene if you if you have one? Um, my favorite scene would probably be uh, the uh, the whole that whole car scene when okay. when like everybody gets killed pretty much except for that one girl. I think her name was Natalie in the movie, but. I just thought that was like it was it was scary it was like a a good gore scene but it was funny at the same time like I was laughing like I was laughing at the doctor the nurse guy because he thought he was going to be able to choke Michael Myers out and at one point they had Michael turn his head like are you kidding? like in my head all I heard was Michael going 
are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And then he just, like, s- stabs him with the knife, and I just thought that was, like... And see, that that is slightly comedic, but that was okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, it wasn't... That, but that's the, that, that is the Halloween way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like... And I hate to jump around, but at the end, mm-hmm. when they're all beating the fuck out of Michael Myers, mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard me say it, but I heard, like, I, out loud I go, my turn, like, Michael. Right, Like, yeah. my turn, you know, like... But that's, it's just funny, like, I don't know, tropes. <laughs> so your favorite is the car. Like, that, that, was, that was a good scene. Again, mm-hmm. a lot of um, good gore and, and whatnot. Um, you mentioned the final scene. Okay, you're not going to get the reference because you don't watch. But being true to myself, wrestling. There's this wrestler called Lance Archer. He comes out to a music called Everybody Dies. All I could fucking think of when that scene was happening, again, I was that was spoiled for me in my research, so I knew it was going to happen anyways. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking of that song in my head. If that song would have played right there, <laughs> I would have been okay with it, and I would have popped huge because it's just everybody died, and that's would have been perfect right there. That's the name yeah. of the trope, isn't it? Everybody dies. Uh, that's not the name of it, but yes, that is a that is a trope. Yeah, and then I mean. I guess my this, I know. I just I love I love talking about tropes. Yes. You know, that's our thing. It's, Agreed. It's a two bros in a review specific. <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, if we're talking about favorites, what was your least favorite scene? Ugh. Okay, it's Jamie Lee Curtis, right? That is. Why do I feel like that's Jamie not... Lee Curtis is the is the one that is Laura, her. right, or Lauren, right? Lori. Lori, yes. Lori's okay. Job. Every scene with her. Like, I did not like any... Okay, actually, correction, no. Okay, I didn't like any of her scenes, but my my least favorite, and I'll tell you the main reason why. They kept repeating the um, evil dies the day or whatever. Okay, that's a callback, which I'll get to callbacks there in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a callback to the previous movie. Mm-hmm. But they kept repeating it, and the one guy... Um, the bald guy that had the bat, like a, like a bat is going to do a damn thing. Yeah. He he started the whole thing, and he kept saying it and screaming or whatever. I just wanted to take the bat and bash him in the fucking head and tell him to shut the fuck up. So that specific scene in the hospital when they're chanting, Ever, evil dies today or whatever, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. That's unrealistic. Not to mention it's just stupid. We got it. Quit beating a, beating a dead horse. So that's my least favorite scene. How about you? My least favorite scene is the one that I about the dove set. This all, like, oh, okay. No, that's just my least favorite. That that's the most more like thing I remember the most that I didn't like about the movie. That don't count. Okay. My least favorite movie is a Same. part of a part of the movie, <laughs> is um. Crap! It's like really kind of hard to think about it because it's like like I'm so mad about this movie, <laughs> but and honestly, it's it is it's it's the part where uh. Where she's like, she like shoots up herself with the medicine. Oh yeah. And she's like, her daughter like, asked, "Do you even know what that is?" And, and she goes, "They said it takes away the pain or something like that." And then like, the next scene after that is her like getting carried back to the bed. Like, right. Yes. You didn't go far, honey. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, speaking of of her and that nonsense, I turned to you and I asked, 
what is she, the president of the United States of America now? Yeah. She's, like, barking out orders to this nurse and all this stuff. Why, and everybody's just okay with it? Yeah. Like, what? That makes no fucking sense. And everybody's, like, checking on her to make sure it's okay that she goes and they go and kill Michael. Yeah. I think four different people said that they were the one that had to kill Michael. I know, at least three. Yeah, I know. It was the sheriff. It was... The bald uh, guy and, and Jamie Lee and Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis and... Maybe even the, do- the, the Jamie daughter. Jamie Lee's daughter did, too. Or no, no, Jamie Lee's the niece. Yeah, or yeah, granddaughter. Yeah. The daughter, I thought she was killing it. Like, I honestly, the part where she stabs him with a pitchfork, which was actually foreshadowing with that, mm-hmm. um, when she stabs him and kicks him in the head, I was like, fuck yeah. And then oh, she, like, grabbed his mask. It's like, if you had him in that position, yeah. why didn't you just finish him there? Like, yeah. you know, like Mortal Kombat, you no, know, finish him. Nobody ever, ever finishes him. That's, that's the trope. It is. It's a trope in it. Like, I, I'm so mad because I got caught in a trope, like, where I was just, like, in my head, like, do it again. <laughs> Kick him again. <laughs> yeah. Don't drop the knife. Like, why are you dropping the knife? You know, like. You, you mentioned foreshadowing with the pitchfork. There was also foreshadowing with the bat. I forget the exact line, but the bald guy that I don't like, he, um said something regarding going out with a going a out swing. swinging he's going out swinging yes and then he ended up being beaten to death with the bat at mm-hmm. the end so um there's definitely foreshadowing there they got that part down i think the problems wait were we going something else and i just sidetracked us if so i'm sorry no, okay no. i think the biggest problems with the movie okay i'll go pause let's, let's go pros first the blood and gore mm-hmm. i like it i like michael myers still surviving Mm-hmm. And I always am going to root for that trope. We'll get to that later. But those two things, aside from that, hot garbage. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> the dialogue was bland and not very well thought out. The premise of the movie was just weak and had holes everywhere. I mean, aside from the original Halloween premise where Michael Myers is a monster, you can't kill him. Not that premise, just the whole other Mm-hmm. whole other thing and they kept going back and forth with things too and i'm not even talking about how they were flip-flopping time-wise they were yeah. just flip-flopping with like the ideas of the story or whatever i guess i don't know how to say it but there was a part when we got when we were in the car Brittany was like yeah, the most confusing part was i didn't know which timeline we were on yeah and i was like yeah it i could see that like it was like 1978 or 2018 where are we the, where the fuck are we yeah because i definitely thought that the 2000 uh, the part where the firefighters stuff was previous and then like when it all like merged together i was like all right so what the fuck you know kind of thing but it's well it's technically it is 2018 Mm -hmm. because this i don't know what year they specifically did they ever say 2018 Mm -hmm. okay well then 2018 is when they burnt the house and everything yeah but then it picks up the day after or the night or whatever when he escapes the fire and everything and that turns into what the rest of the movie ends up being well that yeah that's it like they're Lord, she's on the way to the hospital yeah and then he walk he like kills the firefighters and walks out and yeah. kills all the rest of the massacres everybody but there's a, a funny thing when we were walking out when i was walking you know how i walked ahead of you guys to get out of the theater yep and i was holding the door i was talking to this guy and he goes he goes i just don't understand how he don't die and i looked at him and i was like Evil doesn't die, and he was just like, "I like that." <laughs> but she's he's the one, you know. Like we're talking yeah. about the the podcast. So if you're listening, man, thanks. Oh, it's the same guy you told. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's actually John Carpenter. 
said that, if you remember. We... Yeah. Okay. That's that's why it was in my head, and it was just like it was just so funny that it like it, it was easy for me to just say that. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the like I said, the dialogue was just bland. The premise weak, full of holes. Well, we already talked about the music was off. I, I, I just. I hate the fact that I, I I didn't like this movie because I love the franchise. I love right. Halloween. Like, you know, there's there's a couple flops in every kind of movie, and it almost makes me think that Halloween ends won't happen, or it won't be as good. Like, hopefully they. It's gonna end with some rainbows, sunshine, Michael Myers dying bullshit, yeah. and that's just gonna be sad. But... They were trying to plant the seed that it wasn't Michael Myers. Like Michael Myers was killing, but he was always just trying to get back home. Yeah. You know, like they were trying to plant that seed that it was Loomis. Well, Loomis, the actual actor, is dead, so they couldn't bring him back to do anything else with him. So, like, I mean, there's ways. But... Yeah, there is, but <laughs> um, it's yeah. Crazy. But what's okay? There you go. He's. They're trying to plant the seed that he's not. Who was that was saying that though? Because there are other ones saying that he's just killing everybody. It was the cop. No, okay. he was he was trying. Hawkins or whatever yeah, the guy Hawkins. who yeah. somehow survived yeah. from the previous movie. Yeah. Um Okay. So he's saying that he's just trying to get home. What is the point of killing all of these people just to get home? Just to get home. Yeah. Like if they're stopping him from getting home, I understand, but it's never been alluded to that that's the yeah, problem no, or so that that right there is one of the things that I'm talking about. That doesn't just doesn't make sense. Yeah. They just I, stuck with the evil. He's evil. He kills people. That's what it is. I think they're trying to get too in depth with it, and that's that's the, usually that's the problem with continuing movies, because like it just like they're trying to make it make him more of a like a reason like a reasonable killer kind of thing. It's like you know, just like Freddy Krueger, Jason, like all those dudes. Like you know, let them kill and. You be killed, and we watch and enjoy that. <laughs> yes, everybody dies. <laughs> I, for those of you that don't know, I have Michael Myers tattooed on my arm. I have his tombstone, and then I have him as a kid when he like is wearing the clown mask, tattooed on my arm, for life. <laughs> like that's that's how serious I am about liking Michael Myers and Halloween. But you know, this okay. I, I it's been known that I like all horror movies. Mm-hmm. This was hot garbage, mm-hmm. but I can still find things like I said, the gore and stuff. I like mm-hmm. all of that, so I still. I'm not gonna say I hate this movie, but I definitely think that this is the weakest of the Halloween franchise, mm-hmm. and it's the weakest Halloween movie that I've seen for some time now. Yeah. So I can also say there was not one titty in this movie. There wasn't. No, like that's what Halloween was there known was. for. Was yeah. Was there even any, like, teenagers in this movie to, to was, die, though? Which, okay. There was a dick. There was. There was a dead dick. I pointed that shit out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not a Richard. An actual penis. Uh, Maybe they're trying to scope a new crowd. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, Lori's granddaughter, the, the one girl that somehow also survived. Yeah. Because um, her mother saved her i guess with the pitchfork and the mask incident um is dating the other guy's um son yeah which the other guy is the boy that curled up in a ball Mm -hmm. um oh 
hold on, sorry, there's a little side note here. So what is his name? The boy. I think it was Ronnie or Lonnie. Lonnie, I think it's Lonnie. Okay, so the first scene that it shows with Lonnie is back in a long, long time ago, and those three kids. Is That's not from the original one, is it? No, it's not. Okay. No, that's... Maybe it's in another... Maybe it's in two it, or three or something. It's in but, three, I believe. Okay. Well, those three kids specifically... Are fucking little brats. Well, besides being little brats, yes. Besides being that, I hate to talk about kids like this, but they were ugly as fuck. Yeah. I thought... I, like, I was thinking that while, while I was watching the movie. I was like, God, these kids are fucking hideous. But... <laughs> They yeah, are, I'm not really good. They are dressed up for Halloween, so it could have been... But were they? Were they did they really have any costume on? I don't know, but... <laughs> okay, back to my original train of thought here. Lonnie's son mm-hmm. is the one that finds Hawkins. It's Officer Hawkins, I think. Yes. What? Was that his costume? Is that what was going on? Yeah, he was dressed as a woman. He was dressed as a woman. Yes. Okay. Because I was utterly fucking confused. <laughs> and no one else was dressed up either. I mean, the three kids that... Um, yeah, there's a couple people dressed up and that was it. Which those kids are... Oh, callbacks. I need to get the callbacks. But um, those kids were callbacks to three. What's the one with... Um, I have it mentioned, I think. It's how, I think it's Halloween. Yeah, season of season of witch. Those three kids' costumes or whatever mm-hmm. are the same costumes. I don't think it's the same kids, but the same costumes in that movie. But um, hmm. I didn't really see any other people wearing costumes, so I was completely thrown. Which is another thing. No trick or treating whatsoever. It's Halloween. Yeah. Like I guess this is more focused on the adults. Like we were talking about a minute ago, there was no yeah. teenagers really. Well, usually the movies we review, it's uh, the trope is where are all the adults. This one's where all the kids. Where all the fucking kids. Except, Except for, for those three. Those three, yeah. The ones that robbed the robbed uh, Big John and Little John. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that. Okay. That was hilarious. <laughs> like. <laughs> well, there were some funny parts, but again, that it's not really supposed to be all that funny. But that's not. What? Wait. What are you saying? It's hilarious. Big John and Little John. Them calling that each other that. Yeah. What's the deal with that? I don't understand it. I don't either. But I just. But thought you just thought it was funny. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't think it was funny. The one guy's name was Little John. He was he was tall and skinny, and the other one was Big John. He was short and fat. I guess. But every time he said Little John, like when he was like they were searching the house, and he goes, Little John, and I kept going, Yeah, in my head, like <laughs> I just kept doing Little John, <laughs> like. And then they're just fucking. The part where they no, robbed. The part where they robbed him was hilarious. Oh yeah, like they're like she she ate one of your candies and choked on a razor blade. Big John, come oh, here. Man, yeah. yeah, it's like it was so funny though. But it, I just don't know that it it got on my nerves. I liked them as a couple. I I liked all their scenes. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the um the Big John Little John thing. It was annoying to me. But whatever. Okay, I keep saying callbacks. So let me mention um a few few callbacks that I already had noted. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Really, this this whole movie has so many callbacks. We could do a podcast on it alone, yeah. but I'm only going to mention some of my my personal favorites that I I noticed and had noted previously. Anyways, um, so one of Michael's victims tries to strangle him with the seth- the stethoscope. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a reference to Halloween Two, where Michael strangled Bud with a steth- stethoscope. So <laughs> they're they're at least doing that. Yeah. Like they're like you said, there's things different. They're not staying true or whatever, but they're at least doing some callbacks. A lot of callbacks, actually. Um, same thing, uh, Nurse Chambers tries to shoot Michael in the head. But, of course, a trope within a trope here. Her gun is out of bullets, which is referencing Halloween 2. Again, Dr. Loomis tries to shoot Michael in the head, only to discover that he's out of bullets. 
uh, Michael stabs him in the chest with a scalpel. And I believe she says the same thing Loomis does, right? Before she shoots the gun, too. Very possible. Like, no, she says this is for Dr. Loomis. Yeah, is, yes. but she's, she's like, she's like, fuck you, Michael. And then she goes, this is for Dr. Loomis. And I'm pretty sure he goes, he, he says something like, fuck you, Michael. And then it might have said this is for Lori, for all I know, but I doubt it. But I'm just saying, like, it's pretty close. Like, yeah. it was a good genius thing, I guess you could say. Before it actually happened, when she pulled the gun out, before she said anything, Erica said it. It's going to be out of bullets. Yeah. And I was like, Trump! Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, like, this is what I just said. The masks the three corpses are wearing on the merry-go-round, um, that's the Silver Shamrock masks from Halloween 3. Which is called Season of Witch. I couldn't remember the, the final name of it or whatever. I have their little action figures. Um, <laughs> anyways. I have a Michael Myers action figure behind me. Oh, you do? You have a oh, I'll post a, a picture on the Instagram. Uh, a, fa- a famous scene in the first film has Laurie hiding in the closet. This is another one I did. I did like this scene, actually. Um, but the famous scene has Laurie hiding in the closet um, before Michael attacks her. Mm-hmm. This one, he actually... Was hiding in, the, hiding in the closet yeah. and comes yeah. out and kills Cameron. I wasn't she hiding in the closet with the little kid. I don't. Th- I'm pretty. I say it's a famous scene and I can't even remember. But I'm pretty sure there's a part where they're both in the closet. It, well, it might have been the very in the first in the first one, the babysitter and the kid are hiding in the closet, and she like stabs him with a a hanger. Oh, okay. I think that's that's a different scene than. Than the specific yeah, one, but the, this one's Jamie the Curtis hiding in the. Well, the that's the thing. The kid that is in the closet is the is little... the kid that he comes out and kills, or is is the kid that he comes out and kills son. Yes. The kid he came out and yeah, killed is up is up in the attic. You know what I mean? Yes. The surviving kid is in the attic, and then his son is the one that Michael comes out and kills. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it could be, kind of. Two uh, callbacks. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, maybe that's the callback they're going for, and I just took it as the the other one. But, um, and then the last one, uh, Lindsay hits Michael with a bag of bricks, uh, and then starts choking her. As a reference to Halloween Six, the Curse of Michael Myers, when Kara hit Michael with a lead pipe until he started choking her. Yeah. So, <laughs> but those are callbacks. Like I said, this movie is filled with callbacks. Um, we could do a, a whole fucking podcast on it, but. So, those are great. <coughs> uh-huh. Back to Big John, Little John. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know you were done. You no, were done. I mean, I mean, what well, I wasn't, but I was, I was just thinking about it. Like, okay. The scene where he, uh, I think, Big John walks in and he's like, he's like, come on, let, let's watch the movie, and he's like, oh, I just want to listen to some records and smoke and get high or something like that. If you remember when. If you can think back on the movie, whenever Michael knocks on the back door and then the front door or whatever, uh-huh. they're downstairs watching a movie. And then when the girl... Are they watching the movie or are they listening to music downstairs? No, they're watching a movie. Oh, okay. But like, go on. But then when the girl finds them in the house, they're sitting next to the record player that's playing music. Yeah. It's, so it's like kind of what they were both wanting to do. <laughs> like, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It, didn't it mimic the picture that it showed first of them? Weren't they laying in the same... Yes. Like, okay. okay yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, like, I like the... They had some good attention to detail for some things, but it was just like... I think they focused so much on things that didn't matter. Yeah. Or that... Got it lost in the sauce. Yeah. That's what it That's what it was. <laughs> and this could be a huge cleanup, and Halloween ends could be fucking amazing. 
I hope so. I'm like, that's me, like, as a, <laughs> yeah. as a Halloween franchise. Yeah. Like, positive guy. I hope that that's what they're doing, but it just doesn't seem that way. I think me and you, well, okay. Maybe a whole, a whole uh, doing the review thing has turned us into real critics, because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of reviewers shit all over this movie. There's some that gave it good good reviews or whatever, but a lot of them shit on it. Everybody else that I heard coming out of the movie theater, I heard them talking positive things. So maybe us being reviewers. I or... felt really bad because there there was actually a guy that kind of tested my like, damn, I like Michael Myers, uh, fandom thing Uh-oh. where he had that '78 Myers hoodie on. Oh. And I was like, I was like, damn, I should have worn my Michael Myers shirt. <laughs> I'm kind of glad I didn't. Yeah, I wore my one Lana shirt instead. <laughs> but. I mean, there were like, but they're like, so that the guy that was in the elevator with us when they were walking out, he was pretty much saying that it was garbage. Like, yeah. they were having the conversation. Well, when I was out there with them, like when I was holding the door okay. for you guys, he was just saying like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, okay. you know, like, I heard a couple people saying negative things. Okay, see, I didn't hear any of that. But I heard a lot more. I'm probably the rest of the, there's probably just us. And those two people <laughs> yeah. were the only ones that thought negative, and everybody else was thinking positive. And then the girl that wouldn't quit talking, she really liked it. She wasn't watching the movie anyway. So but her dude was just like, yeah, that, that wasn't that great. And so I was just like, okay. Well, she, he had her bitching in his ear. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was definitely like... Let me tell you something, man. Watching a movie in a theater is so much different experience than watching it here in our house. I don't know which I, I want to do from here on out, but <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, you're gonna tell, like, listeners, you're or you're gonna tell, like, when we go see them in the theaters, it's it's we're probably gonna be a lot more alive about it because like we're watching it together. That's the thing. I think when we watch the movies together, we're more into it because like we can like kind of feed off each other yeah. during the movie. Yeah. And in a theater, we can't pause it and take notes. Right. So it That's... makes it makes it a lot more like, like, damn, this is real fresh. Like, you yeah. know, like, where if we were watching on Prime and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, there was a point where I was just like, I'm glad we can't pause this. I need it to be done. Yes. Like, like I said, if I, I think that I might have walked up, got up and walked out of this because yeah. I just wasn't feeling it and... This is the first movie in a very long time that I pulled my phone out and got on social media. Yeah, I did notice that. I was like, "Oh my god, Kyle's on social media." I, I was gonna. I, I was oh falling. God. I was falling asleep because it was just. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. Let's be fair. We were both yawning, not necessarily because the movie was boring, but because we stayed up until five, six o'clock in the morning playing Sea of Thieves. Yes, but. But it's also it was also second like, of these. If if this was the move, if this movie was as good as the trailer, we wouldn't. It I mean we would have been yawning, but we would have been enjoying the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> but that I mean they like I think I feel like they put all their best scenes in the trailer. In the trailer. Yeah. And it's you know it's like hundred percent that. It's like God. <laughs> I don't know. Like. I'll trailer like, A plus. This movie, not so much. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the reviews, or to our, uh, rating. our rating. Yep. There's some changes to that, but we'll talk about it when we get to it. Yeah, it's not, not the brother's best breast rating anymore, but <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, 
We said our favorite scenes. You said our favorite, or our least favorite scenes. Is there a specific line that you can remember that was your favorite? I have a least favorite line. I already mentioned mm. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think that I even have a favorite line. No, the dialogue was piss poor. It man. was. It was. It was seventies dialogue. Like I would have, <laughs> I would have rather it been a silent movie. Like it just. At least Michael Myers isn't talking. Yeah. If Michael Myers would have started talking, I, I thought he was going to. Yeah, I was like. Please don't make Mike talk. Like, <laughs> this is going to turn into an Austin Powers movie. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, that's funny that you bring that up. There's some, I can't remember which one it is, but there's somebody in this movie that was killed by Michael Myers, and then he also was killed by Mike Myers in one of the Austin Powers movies. Oh, wow. See? <laughs> that, that's the de- the attention to detail that they didn't need to focus on. <laughs> I guarantee that they're. That like, might have just been coincidence, but no, I doubt it. I guarantee that something they sought after. Him. All right, well, unless you got anything else, I guess we can move on to uh, our favorite and favorite part of the podcast: tropes. To rope, there it is. Let's get it. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one. You can never have sex. <laughs> Alright, so we've already covered this. Um, it's the callback. It's when a movie makes reference to a previous movie in a timeline and or copies a scene with slight differences. Mm-hmm. Gave several examples, so I don't need to give another. Um, this is one of my personal favorites. We all t- we talked about it a little bit also. The bad guy wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love when this trope occurs because I always root for the bad guy. The trope is exactly as it sounds. It's Michael's most triumphant moment with only four main characters, uh, which would be Lori, Allison, Lindsay, and uh, Deputy Hawkins that are still alive after his slaughter. Mm-hmm. So the bad guy always wins. It's kind of like a Michael Myers theme. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I said always wins, but it's just the, the name is the bad guy wins, which is always a positive for me. Um, the Farmer and the Viper... This trope occurs when a character, oftentimes a hero or simply someone trying to do a good deed, is repaid with an unfavorable evil. Um, so once the firefighters broke Michael out of Lori's basement, he uh, he repaid them savagely uh, with by savagely hacking them apart yeah. with with their own tools. Might I yeah. add? <laughs> I think a uh, a uh, hey, thanks for not letting me burn would have probably did a little a little better for them, but. Yeah, that that is called the farmer and the viper. <laughs> Obviously, the fire the fireman would be the farmer. Yeah, Michael Myers, the viper. Um, the bus came back after a main character gets explicitly written out of the story. We often can actually see them again. Um, sometimes we don't, but in this case, we do. This trope is about when they return once again to work with the current main characters. So several characters return for the first time, such as Tommy Doyle, Marion Chambers, Lindsay Wallace, and Lonnie Elam. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the biggest one um, of the bus came back would be uh, Officer Dawkins. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is another trope. I'll actually I'll just mention that now, and I'll come back to my next one on the list: Disney death. So this trope occurs when a main and beloved character is seemingly killed off, typically early on, and then something almost magic will happen. So that's why it's Disney. Um, that said, character is still alive. 
So like I just alluded to, Hawkins survived being stabbed and ran over. By Loomis. In the previous movie. Was it Loomis that did it? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the previous movie. And then Siri is in serious condition requiring hospitalization. Only surviving because Cameron stumbled on him in time to provide basic first aid to stabilize him and call an ambulance. I guess that's basic first aid. Uh, but yeah, that's called Disney death. So technically a character is dead. But poof, he's back. Well, everyone knows to apply pressure to the wound. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, there's the bus came back and then Disney death. Ice cream. So not ice cream. I said I scream. Mm-hmm. Like I, your, your eyeball? I don't like the nurse. <laughs> the ice cream is when the creator of a work takes advantage of a natural primal fear of having something utterly horrible happen to our eyes. Um, there's three instances of this. Can you remember any of them? Do getting this, uh, was it, oh crap, which one was it? I'll just tell you. Once when Michael shoves the um, halogen bar into the firefighters, or not halogen, um, shoves the halogen, however you say it, bar, in the firefighter's eye. Uh, It's added value because it's from the victim's point of view. Um, And then later, a knife uh, on someone who tried to strangle him. Yeah, that's the nurse. (laughs) And then finally, oh yeah, you're right. Um, And then finally, little John... Having both his eyes brutally gouged yeah, out. Yeah, that's so, I was like, I can't remember who it was, but that, yeah. That's called eye scream. Anytime something is going for the eyes, it's focusing on, oh, hey, this is happening to the eyes. Eye scream. That was pretty cool how they did it from the victim's point of view instead of, like, just seeing it from, like, the camera. Yes. Down, you yeah. Know I mean, like. That was probably the best cinematography that did in the whole movie because mm-hmm. the rest of it wasn't up to par. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Continuity nod. So we, we often have continuity errors and stuff. Um, this was a continuity nod. See if you picked up on it. Um, first, I'll tell you what it is. It's a reference to some aspect in the series, um, past or an occurrence within that universe. This trope is more for the fans, like you and, you and me, who notice the little things and are big on continuity. It's a, a tip of the hat, so you would say. Can you think of one of, one of these? The one where he's hiding in the closet? Actually, that would probably be passed as continuity nod. More specifically, I was thinking um, there are several victims of Michael's um, from the previous movie, movie, and they're shown in the same condition he left them, mm-hmm. rather than being patched up or not looking this at that. So that's like tip of the hat to us, like I said. Um, also, the news reporter that Tommy sees in the bar mentions both the bus crash and his house-to-house rampage, rather than... Just talking about the house to house thing and not saying anything about bus crash. Yeah. So, it's continuity nod. I already covered Disney death. And then um, the last one that I've got for us today is the unreveal. Okay. Often, mass characters, um, it looks like they're about to be revealed to the audience. The <laughs> anticipation is fucking through the roof, basically. Mm-hmm. But then it never really happens. All of the scenes with the character are too distant. The character covers the face, the character runs into the darkness, or many other various scenarios occur, and we're left without the reveal. So go ahead and holler, trope, there it is. Do you remember that happening in Halloween Kills? Yeah, when she pulls his mask off, and they show him from the back. Yep. And then when his mask is at his feet, they don't show him, like, his face picking it up. They just show his hand reach up and grab his mask, reach down and grab his mask. Right. 
They did. Something you said in the review, though, that they were, like, trying to hint or put the seed that it, that Michael Myers is actually Dr. Loomis or something. Mm -hmm. You said that. I did think that when I saw it, I was like, are they trying to make him Loomis? Because his face kind of appeared like that. Yeah. But his body style is nowhere the same. He's much yeah. taller and so. But, yeah. So, Halloween kills. Karen takes off my mask to lure him away. But all the frontal shots of him unmasked are distant and with his face unfocused, just like you said. So, you yeah. got that one right on the head. Yeah. And that's called the unreveal. I feel like the part where the firefighters are reading down, like, come on, I got you. I, that's a trope. You oh, know? this movie. It, oh. It's a trope movie. Like, that's, yeah. I mean, that is what they are based off. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Horror movies are absolutely some of the biggest trope movies. Yeah. Obviously, all movies have them, but horror is trope after trope, yes. Yeah, it's... Several times. I, I did, I'm not mentioning all of the tropes because it will just take too long. I'm, I'm trying to stick with 10 and, and get them out short. Mm -hmm. But I do want people to hit us up on Instagram, yeah. mention tropes that they, they saw in the movie that maybe I didn't mention, or just ask us questions about tropes or whatever. I, just, I want some interaction on Instagram. Yeah. Tropes, cat, or the trope section would be a great talking point. Yeah, and I'll, I'll ride the segue right into it. Speaking. Whoa. Whoa, I like where you're going with that, but we're forgetting a big part of us reviewing. Our rating? We gotta give it a two bros rating. All right, and what did uh, we decide as the new name for our rating instead of two or bros best breasts review? Yeah, it was it was Sorry, a tongue TRG. twister. <laughs> it was a tongue twister for season one, but we're gonna we're gonna change it up since we're doing all four. And um, what do we do? We agree on the five knives rating. Yeah, five knives rating. The five knives rating. Yeah, so we'll give it. We'll each give it our one through five knife rating, and then the total added up is what we what we rate this movie that's right so just like the the brother's best breast rating just yeah. a little uh easier to say and more on topic with horror movies so i am going to give the reins over to you to start it out because halloween is your thing i mean i love halloween too but <laughs> specifically the movie is we've said it many times here i can probably guess what you're going to give it but I'm try. I'm gonna try. When we do these ratings, I'm gonna try to be generous, but not too generous with every movie. Um, I mean, we've got a ton of movies ahead of us, so I can't make this like a good rating, or I can't make it too bad of a rating because we might watch a movie that I don't like more than this. But well, we can't. We can do the quarter and the half yes. also, or we can still. We can still do that. Yeah. I. So, that's fine. You can be the generous one. I'm gonna be the brutally honest one. Yeah. If I think this thing deserves zero stars, I'm giving it zero. Yeah. But so like, I mean, like how I'm gonna do it is I'm going to you know start out with a zero and just give it a point or a half a point or a point and a half or whatever you know. Okay. Um, so at, from zero, gore, one. Okay. Um. One. One bloody knife. Yeah. One. One bloody slashy knife. For gore. Um. For, um, for like the tropes and everything that like kind of keeps you on edge, I'll give it another one. Okay, so two. And you know, for it being a Halloween movie, it okay. gets three, but for the dialogue, it gets a negative point five. 
negative 0.5. So we're back down to two and a half. And that's what I'm giving it, two and a half. Okay, I like it, I like it. I'm actually gonna be very similar with you. Um, it being horror, I'm going to give it a one. Mm -hmm. I haven't found a horror movie that I can't say at least one good thing about. Yeah. So we've got one for Halloween Kills, one, one bloody ass knife. Mm -hmm. I also like gore. Mm -hmm. However, because something you said about it not being the traditional kind of Halloween, I know it's new generation and whatnot, um, but traditional Halloween's not that gory. Mm -hmm. So I feel like saying it gets a one because it's gory is not right. So I'm gonna, or it's not fair. So I'm gonna just give it half for the gore. The gore was great. Could've been better, but, um, so we're at one and a half. Mm -hmm. Dialogue gets absolutely nothing from me. I could take points away, but I'll leave it at nothing. Um, the acting was, it wasn't stellar. But it was it was tolerable, I guess. Mm -hmm. The fact that Michael Myers is still alive at the end and kills everybody, I'll give it a one for that. So that puts me at two and a half also, correct? Yeah. Um, could do the whole no titties taken away thing, but I'm not going to do that. Just strictly on on kind of how you, you viewed it, I'll agree. It's It gets a two and a half from me. Okay, so it's a five nine bloody knives out of ten. Like that's, it's not good, but it's not bad. It's they're not dripping with blood either, but they got blood. Yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> the blood's dry. <laughs> <laughs> so we got through the ratings. Uh, I do have a question for you. This is one for Tommy and Corey for TRG. I know that they're gonna love this one. Um, if you had to watch one of these movies again, which one would it be? Would it be Halloween Kills? Or would it be Jackass? The Jackass we already reviewed? Yes. Well, as much as I just shit all over this movie, it's still a horror movie. <laughs> and I can still sit through it again. Where I don't know that I could sit through Jackass again. Okay, fair enough. I think I'm gonna, we're going to try to find us a movie that you can't sit through again. Hey, I'm up for I've, I put that challenge out long ago. If someone can tell me a horror movie that I can't possibly think something out of it is good and we're not okay let's let's be honest here i'm not talking black and white silent films which i do dig a few of those but i'm, I'm talking like just good horror like no not good i'm talking horror movies not doesn't have to be 2021 releases it can be 70s i watch some 70s movies mm -hmm. but when we're starting to get to to silent movies and black and white and stuff come on it's not it's not fair to for me to have to sit through silent. sit through that and then try to say that I can say something positive about it. I probably could. I probably could find something, but come on. We're not we're not talking about that kind of negative horror or bad horror movie, okay? So let's just put that out there. But if anybody else can think of something like like I said, color and has dialogue of some sort, if it's really that fucking bad, hit us up on that Instagram. Mm-hmm. Let me know what it is, and me and Kyle will uh, maybe do a bonus re bonus review for it. And that that is where I ride the segue in for Instagram, and you can get on Instagram and just type in two bros in a review, or is it two brothers in a review? It's two bros in a review. You can find us on all of the yes, all the podcast platforms, platforms and okay. two brothers. But okay. Instagram two bros. Yes, Instagram wouldn't give us two brothers for some reason. 
uh, so two bros in a review. You can find us on, on Instagram. You can give us a follow, uh, like some photos. Uh, we did this review. Nathan and I actually stood in front of the Halloween Kills poster outside the movie theater. And that is on the story. But I will make that as a post once this goes live. Which is Tuesday, correct? We settled for Tuesday because right. um, technically seasons one episode is going to drop Monday at noon. We don't want to take away from that one. Right. Yeah. So the bonus episode will be the following day, Tuesday at noon. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it works that way. So sometimes you get a bonus episode right after we are like the same day. But we're going to try. I think we should try not to do the bonus episodes the same day as our actual Right, 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 right. Drops, so. But, yeah, you know, two bros in review on Instagram. Uh, you know, we post a lot of cover art. We've got, uh, we put our top ten lists that we spoke about in the, uh, episode, the season. Uh, opener. Opener. Yeah. Uh, you should have already listened to that one. If not, go back and listen to that. Top ten horror movies of all time. We both had a top ten. It's worth a listen. Please go check it out. Yeah. And if it, you haven't. That pocket, that one, that episode actually will explain a lot of the new things we're doing this season. Absolutely. So, you know, we're not going to get into details with that. Um, I feel like we, you know, I don't want to kick a dead horse or be dead. I don't want to kick a dead horse anyways. But. <laughs> Michael Myers probably could, but, <laughs> um, I mean, that's all that I have for the, the Instagram shout out. Uh, do you have, uh, anything that you're wanting to add? Like, uh, I don't know. We should probably just let them know what's. Um, I mean, we did, we already did on the, the opening episode, but let's go ahead and reinform them of what we're reviewing next Monday. You want to? Yes, that's absolutely. I, I, I can't that. remember which one we decided because I think we went with your number one. Okay. Um, so I'll give a little quick brief description of what we did. The top 10 episode, top 10 horror movies of all time. The top, um, three, no, we ended up not doing the top three because listen to the episode, you'll know. But Kyle's number one was Halloween the Rob Zombie. So his favorite of all time horror movie is Halloween Rob Zombie. We have not reviewed that yet. So yeah. next Monday, I'm not sure if you have a calendar in here. Is that, that's I, not the correct not, calendar. Not all right, so we're going to prepare for the date-wise. But next Monday, right now it's the 18th. Oh, uh, the 25th. The 25th. And the 19th is when... the the top 10 drops, right? Which will be after, will be before this. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm getting off track here. <laughs> the 19th, our, our top 10 already dropped. This is happening on the 20th. On the 20th. No. Our Monday, 18th. Monday, the 18th? Yes. Right now is technically Monday. It's the 18th. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. So, so, tomo- so when you're listening to this on the 19th, so in six days, Halloween, Rob Zombie's first. Halloween remake Boom. drops. That's when we are going to review Halloween by Rob Zombie. So if you want to know what the other ones after that are, you're going to have to listen to the top ten because I've already rambled too much about this. But yes, and then uh, we're back. It's all that matters. We're back. Yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor. You know you can find us on all three of those platforms, and I think like six or five other five platforms. Or six other ones. Um, get on Spotify, listen to us on there. If you get on the Apple podcast, please do us a favor and give us five stars and leave a review. 
review the reviewers, if you will. Um, that's right. You know, that's this is something that we didn't really get to do last season because we only had like, like five uh, reviews. But uh, I think we could do a thing like a, a, a segment, if you will, of us reading off people's reviews yep. and giving you shout outs, like we gave the random guy on the elevator a shout out earlier. So if you are listening. Huge shout out! Thanks for uh, watching the movie, and I hope and listening to us talk about it. Yeah, I hope uh, we share the same feelings, or if not, follow us on Instagram, Two Bros in a Review, and give us a message. Let us know what you thought about it, and that goes to everybody. Yes, um, I want to throw this out. We we do have some merch and stuff available. We're not selling or anything just yet, but um, we get a good amount of reviews coming in and content going, or not content, but uh. Interaction on uh, inst- our Instagram, we can start giving away some prizes and, and mm-hmm. stuff. So I really want to do that, but we've got to have more interaction on that uh, Instagram. Yeah. We've got to get a lot more reviews in. So please, please, there are free things to do. Listening to us, obviously, is number one thing you do to support us. But number two would be the Instagram and giving us five-star reviews on the podcasts. Um, Apple Podcasts, that is. So please do those things. We're still the road, road to 100. If you don't already know, we've we've had a goal to get to 100 followers on Instagram, so we can start doing some some live reaction or live at, yeah live reaction reviews, mm-hmm. and then also that hot sauce thing that we're going to do the first time. I'm not going to talk about it because we just need to get to 100. We got to almost be there. We've got 92. We still need 92. eight. 92. Eight more people. Come on, let's do it. But yeah. It's it's free to support us. We truly, truly appreciate your support. We love doing this, but we do we are going to need to build this community, and that's uh, all free to you guys. So help us do it, please. Mm-hmm. We ready to get to the plug segment? Yeah, we got we got a couple outlets we can plug things in. Heck yeah, man! Power power to the people. <laughs> no, uh, I'll I'll go ahead and plug out our our other brothers and our brother from another mother, Corey and Tommy. Sure. Uh, TRG Network. Those random guys. You can listen to them on Spotify, correct? Yes, they're on Spotify. Yes, they are on Spotify, but you and can, Apple Podcasts. Yes, they their podcast is on Spotify, Apple Podcast, but you can watch on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious. And they just recently started uh, TRG Shorts. Yes. So if you yes, you know you ain't got an hour and a half or anything to watch the entire um, video they post, you can go to the TRG Shorts and you can get some quick snippets. And you know they're hilarious. I hope they do more of the the interviews on the beach and stuff because that shit was yes, great. They should. Uh, they do the gaming stuff. Yeah. Um, they've they've got a bunch of different content. So check out those random guys. TRG Network. Same thing. Give them some reviews on Apple Podcasts. I th- I said they are on Spotify. I'm not 100% sure if they are or not. Because I watch them on YouTubes. YouTubes. Yeah. <laughs> I watch them on YouTubes. I, I think they're on Spotify. I know they're on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. 100% know that. And 100% know they're on YouTube. So. Yeah. Uh, Let us know if you're on Spotify or not. Corey, Tommy. Hit, hit us up on, on our Instagram or something. Let us know. And also, watch the movie and message us on Instagram. Don't message Nathan or me. Message the Instagram and let us know what you thought about the movie. Two bros in a review. Yes, sir. There you go. And then you want to plug? Uh, high Sight Productions, as always. Check out my YouTube channel. Uh, took a hiatus, just like we took a hiatus from this. Um, but I'm getting it back going here. I'll have a bunch of stuff. Along with several other channels that are, are splitting off under that umbrella, I guess. But High Side Productions is the main one. 
I decided to approach this gameplay. If you want to watch me and Kyle get down on some Sea of Thieves, doing it every Saturday and Monday. I don't want to plug too many more things. Just high side production. Still need your support over there. Please, please do that. What you got? Uh, I got the KW Snow. It's going to be all snowboarding all winter long. <laughs> uh, just get in there, follow uh, that me on YouTube. That's, you know, it's kind of starting back up because, you know, it's seasonal. Um, also, if you are listening to this on Tuesday, this coming up Saturday, I have an event at the Rob Deerdeck DC Skate Plaza. It's in Kettering, Ohio. It's called King of the Plaza. We've got two live performers. We've got the real De Niro and Twani Indian. It's going to be uh, a hell of an event, so make sure you come out. It starts at 3 p.m. And that is all that I have for plugs. That's all I've got. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we are glad to be back. Yes, sir. And until next time, I'm Kyle Webb. I'm his brother, Nathan Webb. And you just listened to our podcast, Two, Two Bros, Bros and a Review. Two Brothers and a Review. Yeah, we're bros, we're brothers. Yeah, yeah, I just don't want them to get it confused. Yeah. Two bros in a, in, a, in a review on Instagram. And two brothers in a review. You listen to us. See you later. Peace.